and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing. As it's December, I'm doing Festive Fear 3, which is my look at little known holiday horrors. I have searched the bowels of Amazon Prime Hell and found three Christmas horrors I have never seen nor heard of before. This week's is Unholy Night from 2018, a Canadian horror movie made on a shoestring budget with a bunch of unknowns, but can this be good or bad fun? Let us find out here. With its $20,000 budget, this thing pulled in unknown. Starring Emily Shanley, Brad Ambermenko and Bradley Hamilton. Directed by Randy Smith, Christian Lavrier, I think I pronounced that, and Chris Chatteroni, all first-time directors, that's never a good sign. Multiple directors and first-time directors, so that's never good. <clears throat> anyway, the plot. It's Christmas Eve and a lonely nurse is working the night shift. She befriends an old man who tells her stories of evil during the festive period. Who is this old man? Why is he telling the nurse these stories? Will she get alive with some festive cheer? Find out here. So, the movie opens up on a house that went all out for Christmas. There's more bloody decorations and lights than bloody Blackpool illuminations. There's a joke from my British listeners. <laughs> anyway, inside, we see a family having Christmas cookies for dessert at the table. The father is telling his two little girls not to be so greedy with the cookies and they must save some for Santa. He then sends the oldest little girl downstairs to answer the door to a closet. What the fuck? Inside is a man dressed as an elf? What? So we're less than two minutes in and we're already into the what the fuck territories. That's not a good sign. Plus, the audio is so bad, I can barely hear shit. I had to pump my TV to 20 and stick the fucking subtitles on. My god, the audio is shocking. Anyway, the father then plays some Christmas songs on his record player. That's a vinyl player for the new listeners. As the elf has told the oldest daughter to Michael Myers, her father, as the camera takes her point of view, as she grabs a kitchen knife and stabs him to death... As the mother looks on in terror, she then turns to the camera and grins as the mother screams off camera and up pops the titles. With a bunch of studios I've never heard of, as the names explode onto the screen before rushing straight to the camera. I was supposed to be in 3D? Hmm. Cut to a hospital. It's Christmas Eve. As a drone shot falls a lone nurse. That's where a bloody budget went. They bought a fucking drone. Hmm. As Silent Night plays for the third time in less than four minutes. I mean, Jesus Christ, they melt this Silent Night for fucking all it's worth. They must play it about a hundred times. Jesus criminies. Anyway, she is Lily, played by Jennifer Allison. She's a newbie at the hospital. This is her first Christmas Eve at the elderly ward, or old folks home, whatever the fuck it is. Her bitchy boss, Amanda, is played by Emily Shanley. She tells her she's to pull her weight as they are short-staffed. Uh, and bullshit, I walked at an old folks home years ago, and on Christmas Eve, it was always fully staffed, unless it's stored of course, because it was double overtime, so bullshit, it would have been fucking four people in the place, so there would not have been four 
fucking people on the ward. Anyway, this is a low-budget movie, not a real-life snapshot. After some infighting from the three nurses, something about a new job, Lily checks out the new patient. Something about the uh, receptionist nurse is lazy and she wants to do nothing because it's Christmas Eve and blah 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 blah. And it's double time and she's a alcoholic and a lush and this and that next thing and it's all boring and cut that shit. <clears throat> anyway, is this hospital the same hospital in Halloween 1981? There's not a soul in this fucking place, I swear to God. There's about 10 people in the entire hospital. Actually, scratch that, there's about six in that entire hospital, Christ. As in the TV room, do we meet Mr. Elbus, played by Jim McDonald? He's the new patient. He is uber pissed off he's been sitting waiting for hours for an x-ray. Plus, she's the first face he has seen in ages. Great fucking care home there, you know. Hmm. She tells them they are short-staffed. Also, his medical records are not complete. So he tells her that his old, old folks home was run like a... Calcutta Whorehouse, what the fuck that means, and he isn't surprised the records are not complete. He then tells her he has a worn out old body and he will be dead soon. He also says a very slight grin on his face as he holds on to Dear Life for an old photo album. What the hell's happening here? I mean, hmm. with that, she wheels him in his wheelchair down to the x ray. Along the way, he tells her he got the album that he's hanging on to from a dear friend years ago who has died shortly afterwards. Also, everyone dies, and that's the one thing humans have in common. So, looking through the book, he continues. He collects stories of the holidays, but not all are happy. She then adds, yeah, because suicides rocket at this time of year. It must be the depressing time of the season. A bundle of joy she is. Okay, this is the first time I've watched this movie. We're less than 8 minutes into an hour and 24 minute movie. He's the fucking devil. I mean, it's obvious. He talks about how humans are so fragile and he worn out this old body. And he collects stories of the misery of the holidays and such. He's the fucking Satan. With that, he tells her the first story of the Reed family. Cut to a young couple. John played by, I have no idea, there isn't a John in IMDb, but there is in this fucking thing. And Iris. And God knows who she is because again, it's not Iris on IMDb. Thank you, Amazon Prime subtitles for telling me these two people names because these two are not fucking named. Oh my God. She is excited for him to meet her parents. But that is my pet fucking peeve. If you're going to have actual cast members with actual dialogue and such and lines, name the fucking characters. Anyway. He is whining. He has to get dressed up to see them, calling them, quote, old-fashioned, as she won't let him wear a black and white stripped tie with a black and white checkered shirt. So she, so in order to relax him, she pulls out a bag of magic mushrooms, which they instantly eat, and they're instantly high. Because cue some terrible green screen with them tripping out, and God, these effects look cheap! All expense was spared here, folks. Oh my God. They look like in-phone camera effects you get free from a fucking app store for crying out loud. After a full minutes of these two acting like complete fucking idiots from one small bite of mushrooms, they're pulled over by cops. Wait, why are these cops dressed in full squat uniforms? They're supposed to be beat cops? Why the fuck are they packing, oh my god, machine guns and they've got like the, the, the bulletproof vest and such on and what the fuck? 
Anywho, they let them go because one of them knows her. John acts all jealous, so she tells him, Don't be. She knows everyone in town. It's just one big happy family around these parts. With that, she goes into the parents' house. Inside are her insane family with her, quote, mad aunt talking to her vagina. Yeah, she actually talks to her vagina as it grows at her. The fuck? Her sister sitting on her mother as the dad is a drunk. What in the fuck? Who wrote this shit? After quickly mingling, her dad scares the living shit out of John by saying he was in Vietnam and his platoon was called the Walking Dead because they had the highest death, ro- death rate ever. The fuck? Cue more cheap in camera phone effects as a P- the dad has PTSD flashbacks I mean, they just shake the camera and do the whole shatter acting. acting. Just kill and eat John already. I know where this is going. This is painfully fucking obvious and indeed awful. So the mother comes in with a tray of finger food, which actually fingers, because you get it. Tee-hee. This causes John to throw up as he looks at it again and it's prawns. What the fuck? Is he tripping or are they fingers? Because we see fingers and then a brain and it cuts to reality and it's prawns and some sort of salad. So what's going on here? Are they cannibals or not? In the bathroom, Iris gives John a pep talk and warns him not to look in the mirror. This bit goes on and on and on, but goes nowhere. With that, she drags him downstairs to deal with the mad aunt, who tells him she could eat a baby. At the table, the father tells John they love traditional food, and they eat a lot of organs. And he tells him if he can't eat it, don't be forced to eat it. More tripping effects as you see like body parts and such what the fuck as the mother asks john why he is spending christmas with sorry why he's not spending christmas with his family he tells them he's scottish he has a canadian accent as you do and his mother is on a cruise while his dad is spending time with his new wife as you do the dad then tells john he had to kill his daughter's ex-husband and made a meal of him because he they're cannibals Cue to him pouring blood on pieces of ribcage. Get it? They're cannibals. Yes, maybe we get it. You've hammered the boy fucking several times. Next! So John then sees this and runs to talk to throw up and looks in the mirror and he is no longer tripping. So downstairs he goes to be sent to the basement to get desserts from the freezer. Here he finds the sister's ex-husband, or what's left them, all chopped into pieces and all bagged in separate pieces. The fuck? With that, John grabs a screwdriver, which is a selfie stick with a GoPro camera stuck to it. To deal with the family, the camera angle in this thing is beyond fucking weird. It's fish angle. How very 90s is that? As he spins around holding this thing at arm's length and talking directly to the camera. Who the fuck is he? Doctor fucking who? I mean, he talks directly to the screwdriver. Is he Doctor fucking who? Oh my god. Also, why all of a sudden are the mirrors now blurred? Iris runs out of the kitchen, only for John to plunge a screwdriver straight into her guts and killing her instantly. John runs upstairs to the toilet. Wait, what is this? An 80s slasher? Run outside, you fucking idiot! Where the dad tells him he can't call the cops because he killed Iris, so what's going on here? With that, John washes the blood off his hands and looks in the mirror. Again, he is completely human. What is it with this mirror stuff? The cops then show up instantly. 
as the family cry over Iris's dead body. It's the cop from earlier who arrests John. John screams, they're eating people, as he's been carted away. So, well, the whole town's are cannibalism, then? How very textures a masker is that? As on TV, Iris's ex-cop boyfriend tells the press saying all to drugs. As in a jail cell, John is completely insane, rocking back and forth, saying, They're eating people! They're eating people! Okay. With that, it cuts back to the hospital. Mr. Elpis tells Lily John was gang-raped in prison. With that, she laughs it off. What? At the nursing station... The unnamed receptionist nurse is making Elf on a shelf do sexual things to other elves. So she asks Lily out for drinks, to which she says no, she can't. She has to be back home with her mother any time now. Amanda breaks up the little pity party and tells them to get back to fucking work. So Amanda sends Lily out to deal with the trash, because all nurses deal with trash. Isn't that a domestic job? Hello? As in the dark basement hallway, Lily says a demon, which disappears once the lights go on. How very lights out is that? In a random room, she finds Mr. Elbus waiting, just staring at a brick wall. Story 2. After she tells him she thinks the basement is haunted. What? This is Dead Drunk Debbie. Cut to a woman watching TV. It's a dating show with two men looking for Miss Wright. They are Dan, played by Brad Abramenko, and Derek, played by Bradley Hamilton. The woman then calls her sister to tell her they should be on the TV show to win these two hot brothers. Kaden, this main girl is Debbie, played by Samantha Reynolds. Her sister is Katie, played by Julie Mainville. So they take a camcorder to their best friend's house, Ava played by Vanessa Bloomfield, to record an audition tape for the show. Here, all three girls get drunk while messing around on camera, and cue a montage of many, many, many drinks as the girls get dressed on camera. Now, drunk Debbie does a night vision video blog type thing to camera, saying she's a slut in bed. She had the hots for Katie's ex-boyfriend, yada, yada, yada. All three girls are now good and drunk, like Vegas showgirls, as they say in the script. It's Christmas Eve, as I said earlier, so to open up presents, Debbie gets a silver bracelet where Kitty gets a die-hard DVD box set. As you do. More booze time, so that's where the budget went on the fucking booze. It's all named booze, it's all expensive named booze. Story for the story time, as Eva tells the story of Dead Drunk Debbie. Wait, so the sister's aunt called Debbie then? Who wrote this piece of shit as they barely named the fucking people? Again, name your fucking main cast. Anywho, Ava continues, Debbie was a shy, unpopular girl at work who one night at a Christmas office party got so drunk she drowned in her own vomit. Not even possible. Eva continues... If three drunk women can summon her by drinking and saying her name three times, how very bloody merry. So of course they do it, and it quickly killed, thankfully. Much like every goddamn motherfucking Paranormativity movie, one of the girls grabs the night vision camera and sees the ghost. Yawn! And this piece of shit bit drags on for a full ten minutes, and who the fuck cares? 
Debbie drowns one of the sisters in vomit after she pulls out Eva's eyes or corkscrew and just lets the third one... I don't know, she faints or something? How the fuck happens the third one? She just dies off screen. Back to the hospital. The old man then tells the idiot nurse Jesus wasn't born on the 25th of December, but that indeed was a pagan holiday made up by the church. What the fuck? With that, the nurse gets dressed to leave, but Amanda says, no, you can't go to see your mother because it's Christmas Eve and you still have your shift to do, even though it's she'd done all her shift, it's like 10 hours later. She says she's going nowhere until she sees her in underwear and then hits on her. What the fuck, movie? So she's not leaving for the night. The reception nurse tells Lily she's to stand up for herself as she goes out for her yearly drink, Christmas drink. What the fuck's the one here? Walking home in the snow. Silent Night plays again as it follows Lily home. Returning home, her mother tells her off for being late. Then it's dinner time, along with a nice chunk of guilt trip and, of course, cold shoulder. Mmm, scrummy. As Lily tells her uncaring mother, she's up for a promotion at work. Sudden alarm clock goes off. It's 11.30pm on Christmas Eve. Lily is told to go to the closet, but refused to, so her mother drags her by the head of her hair and locks her in the closet. Hours pass. She finds the elf statue and starts talking to it. It comes to life in her head, telling her no one cares about her, she's all alone and her mother doesn't even love her. It then tells her to kill her mother. So she breaks out of it, hunts down her mother, who is now good and drunk, and kills her, stabbing her in the raspberry pouch, raspberry jam pouch that is, oh sorry, that's her guts with a butcher's knife. She then falls on her guts and it explodes in all of the jammy goodness. I swear to God, this thing actually has chunks of blackcurrant in the fucking blood. It's actually blackcurrant jam or jelly, as Americans call it. What the fuck? Now Lily is all alone talking to the elf statue. Once letting her hair down and losing the glasses, you know, turning it from a geek to hot girl in every fucking mid-naughties comedy. She says to the elf she wished her mother hadn't died so quickly so she could have called her a fucking bitch and killed her slowly. With that, her mother gets up and talks shit to her and laughs at her face. Cue a girly cat fight. We're like, guts her mother, but it's no good. The mother gets back up and toss her around the place like fucking Ash from Evil Dead. While laughing insanely. Lily then finally snaps Stabs her mother time and time again with a broken piece of plate until she's down but not out as the mother rises again. She's now full on demonic face evil. Her mother asks her what's it like to kill her time and time and time again. Lily says it feels nice, comfortable. Also, this is not the first time she's done this. Cue flashbacks to Auto Girl at the very start of the movie. As she kills her father one Christmas. Then her next Christmas is her sister with an axe. Next Christmas is her stepsister with a baseball bat. Next Christmas is a family dog. All the while, the evil elf dummy is watching, laughing. With the flashbacks done, Lily and her mother hug and make up. Then she takes a photograph of the dead body. Back at the hospital, she goes to see the old man, giving him the photo plus the story. He is indeed the devil. Cue Silent Night for the hundredth fucking time. As Lily and the devil go to the bathroom, she slits his throat, she drinks the old man's blood, 
boom, she sees that the elf statue is now alive and pointing, laughing at her. She then passes out as hours later she comes to, finding out she is indeed the new devil. Cue Silent Night as she kills everyone alive in the hospital. Finally, she pulls Amanda's guts and makes a wreath out of them as credits roll. What the fuck was that? This makes no fucking sense. If she was insane all along, how did she get out? How did she become a nurse? When did the devil mark her? What is with the elf? What? This thing is cheap, nasty, boring, and fucking messy. For an hour and 20 minute movie, 24 minutes actually, there's 5 minutes of fucking credits, this thing drags. Avoid this piece of absolute trash. I'm going to give this thing a very rare minus 1 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I look at the night before Christmas. Then my 300th slash Christmas special. Don't open until Christmas. Wrapping up the year will be my look at Terror Train. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. And email me, musicians, to Here's John's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of House, Resident Evil, Underworld and more. Also my solo podcast of Child's Play, They Live, The Stuff and many, many, many more. A bye and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. I'm off for a ginger snap. A bye.